Europe, what's going on? Peace and serenity, peace and love, all that good shit. It is Trey Matthews checking in. Welcome back to another harmonious installment of the Trey Matthews podcast. I am your humble host, Trey. I want to shout out the first timers, the last timers, and in between us for coming back week after week, showing much love, whether it's liking, subscribing, telling your homie, telling your friend, telling your best friend, telling your mom, telling your dad, telling your dog, whoever it is. Um, I really appreciate y'all for coming back week after week, showing much love, man. Um, this is what I do it for, and this is what this uh, podcast is based off of. It's made for you, uh, made for you to 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 go to the gym and listen to on your way home, on your way to work, during work. Uh, if you just want to get some informative information, if you want to get a laugh or two, um, this is what this concept is based off of. So I really, I really do appreciate y'all, man. And I'd be remiss if I didn't say make sure you do your diligence and reach back to last week's episode and check it out. Uh, shout out to my Brody Kuji. Uh, that was the guest of the show last week. We talked about a plethora of topics. We talked about Providence, Rhode Island. We talked about WrestleMania. We talked about new music. We talked about Pusha T versus Drake, revisiting that beef. Um, so long story short, we talked about, you know, tons of shit. Um, if you haven't uh, listened to it, make sure you do your diligence in doing so. And also reach back and listen to my other classics. I really appreciate y'all, man. With that being said, I hope everybody's week has been blessed and highly favored, just like mine. Hopefully everybody's in good spirits, is in a great mood. Um, we're more than halfway through um, April, and it's and it's crazy because I feel like I've only done one episode this month, but time is just flying. Summer is right around the corner. Um, kids are about to get out of school. Uh, people about to be wearing less clothes. It's a, it's, a, it's a whole lot of shit that's about to be going on this summer. It's, it's going to be a, a really hot summer, to say the least. Um, but let's go ahead and get started uh, with the podcast. Of course, you know, I have an icebreaker this week. What old person habits do you have? And I'll let you ponder on that while I do the same. <laughs> you would think since I've written down the icebreaker, I would have off top like my response. But I guess this is in real time. Um, so just give me a sec. Uh, I guess the old person habit I have is just having the mindset anytime I see like children like yelling and screaming outside, uh, fighting, or if I'm in public, they're doing a whole bunch of running around, or if I'm in the mall, they're just doing a lot to say the least. Um, I automatically think about like, whose, whose parents are they? Are they, like, who's your parents? Why aren't y'all in school? Like, that's the first thing that pops up to my head, like school, 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 school. Because I swear, when I was in school, we had fall break, we had winter break, and we had spring break. You know, I think we had Good Friday off, and it might be, you know, a, a teacher teacher holiday or some shit like that. But now these kids, they get e-learning days, they get fall break, they get winter break, they get just because break, they get ambiguity break, they get spring break, they get, uh, it's another break too. They get it's just like it's so many different breaks now, and yet and y'all have the option to have e learning days. So that's all the that's an automatic two to three days off in a week, and it's just like damn, bro. Like where was this when I was here? When I was in high school? When I was in middle school? That was not a thing. Rain, snow, sleet, whatever it is, like my ass is going to school, bro. I would have to be dead for my mom to not, you know, allow me to go to school, but. That's the first thing that comes to my head when I when I think about old person tendencies, quote unquote, and what makes me kind of an old head nowadays. So like, 
give me your thoughts on what you know what habits do you have that's considered like old people or old person habits and old is relative also man like uh let me let me not you know let me be careful with that old is relative but y'all let me know next time y'all see me or text me shoot me a dm whatever it is y'all let me know what y'all old habits are but let's go ahead and get into the podcast man there's a lot that i want to cover this week and a lot has happened over the past week too so let's go ahead and get started uh first and foremost if you don't want to hear about sports you can go ahead and fast forward this part but this has been the highlight of my week man just sitting down watching great basketball like and this is probably at least in my years of living my 27 years living on this earth this was the greatest opening week of nba playoff basketball and let me tell you why most of the games were close um a lot of drama on the line uh, a lot of injuries like it was it was just a lot a culmination of just everything that made it like damn this is a crazy ass week for basketball and we can start with i want to start with the kings and warriors man uh First off, hats off to the Kings, man. Light the beam. Light the beam. They've been doing a tremendous job. Um, and they and they did what they were supposed to, right? They um they represented, showed showed up, and they protected home court. And that's why they are up 2-0 in the series against the defending champs, Golden State Warriors. And kind of going off the game that I seen two nights ago, since today is Wednesday, um, Sacramento is just a scrappy ass team, bro. They got a bunch of dogs. They got scrappy players. They got people that can go get it, get their own shot, create their own shot. Like Kevin Herter, De'Aaron Fox, Harrison Barnes, Zabonis, uh, uh, Davion Mitchell. Like, bro, Malik Monk. Like that team is that team is incredible, man. And I I think the NBA disappointed me this year in terms of not showing the Kings enough on television. Like I can, I can sit here and tell you, I've only seen like two, maybe three different games that were te- televised on TV from Sacramento, and just seeing De'Aaron Fox and just like the complete 180 that uh, head coach Mike Brown has done for this organization has been phenomenal, bro. And I, I just feel like, for one, I feel like he should get Coach of the Year. Let's just say that. But man, they're on this high horse, bro. And and I think Golden State is in trouble. You know, a lot of people are saying, don't panic, like. Golden State is going back home. They're going to win two in a row. They're going to tie this series up. I don't think it's that easy, man. You know, Sacramento is making them turn their ball over. Uh, Clay kind of went quiet towards the end for me. Draymond, there's a possibility he may be suspended for stomping on niggas. <laughs> um, I don't know, bro. I don't know. It's 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 up in the air, bro. I, I can't sit here and say that Golden State is going to make this illustrious comeback and come back and win the series 4-2. I can't say that. I really can't sit here and say that. So it's going to be very interesting to see how how this series plays out. But I think um, if I'm Sacramento, my goal, of course, my goal was to win the game. But if I can steal one game on the roll on the roll on the road and take it back home and and beat y'all and light the beam after the fact, like, man, that's that's what I want to see. That's what I really want to see. But. I mean, Curry showed up, you know, not, I mean, he didn't have the best shooting night the other night, three of 13 from three. I don't consider that showing out, but Curry hit some big clutch shots when it, when it mattered the most. So I don't know. That's, that's been a great series to watch for me. Uh, Another series that's kind of like in the air as well is the Lakers Grizzlies. 
I know a lot of people counted the Lakers out going into the playoffs or even before the playoffs to play in game. Um, a lot of people, their sentiments were, you know, they're going to lose and, and not make the playoffs or they're just going to get 4-1 by uh, Memphis. And here we are with John Morant exiting the game with a hand injury. And even in practice uh, yesterday, he was seen with this bubble wrap ice around his hand. So he looks doubtful, if you ask me, in terms of playing on Wednesday. Uh, is the game Wednesday? Let me, let me let me check a look here. Let me just make sure. The game is Wednesday at 730. So I don't know, man. I, I think uh, if the Lakers win this one and take it back to home court, this might be a sweep. The feds did a, did a sweep, bro. I, I, I don't know, man. LeBron, LeBron didn't even have to exert that much energy because of Austin Powers, a.k.a. Austin Reeves, a.k.a. AR-15, a.k.a. I'm him. Like, Austin Reeves was popping his shit, bro. Um, Anthony Davis, same thing. He didn't, I feel like he didn't have to do too much. He was there on the defensive end, uh, you know, blocking every shot from left to right. Nothing easy, nothing cheap. Um, uh, who else balled out? Rui. Rui had an incredible game. He had the game of his career, you can argue. Like, he he had a great game. Um, who else was um, – I don't know, bro. It was it was a, it was a team effort, obviously, right? But I can I can see the Lakers winning this and going to the next round. And hypothetically, let's just say, you know, Sacramento and LA play each other. Like, I, LA has a good chance of possibly making it to the finals. Like, call it a reach, call it far fetched, but these these are my early predictions. Like, it's a possibility. Let's not sit here and pretend like LeBron can't make it to the finals. If you think about the Lakers versus a inexperienced Sacramento team. I don't know, bro. I kind of like L.A. I kind I kind of like L.A. in that series, and and think about it as an entirety. California, you know, I, I'm sure you know those home those road games that L.A. would have to play Sacramento. There's gonna be a lot of Lakers fans there too. Just because they're in Sacramento, don't don't doesn't mean the L.A. fans will pop up and show love. So that's gonna be a crazy series. Um, and I'm recording this in real time too, by the way. So Phoenix and um and the Clippers haven't played yet, but. I, I expect Phoenix to tie up the series 1-1. If they don't, I will be shocked. reason I will be shocked is, is because, again, we, we talk about liking chances. I don't know how good their chances are on the road at L.A. If, if Phoenix is down 0-2 and didn't protect home court and have to play Kawhi and, 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 and the boys back in L.A., I don't, I don't know. At Crypto, uh, Crypto Arena, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be tough, but. This goes to show you, too, I mean, regardless of how this series series plays out, I don't think Ke Kevin Durant will win. Uh, will rent, bleh, will rent, I can't talk today. Will win another ring. I don't know why that was so hard for me to say. But I don't know. I, I just think you can't just insert, quote, unquote, one of the best basketball players in the world on a team and win the same year. Like, chemistry is a thing. There's a – a 12-man roster for a reason. There's 11 other players that have to be on the same accord as you, right? There's other players that have to understand your style of basketball. And let's be real. I feel like it's I feel like it's Devin Booker's team. This is not Kevin Durant's team. Devin Booker has been hooping for a long time in a Phoenix Suns uniform. And so to just insert him or insert KD rather next to Booker and let me take let me say this too. Chris Paul looks old as hell out there. He looks 40. <laughs> you talk about old nigga habits, like Chris Paul looks 40 out there hooping. Um, there was not even mid-range shots, but shots that he usually hits, like those small fadeaway jumpers, maybe 15 or 
not even 15 feet, maybe like 10 feet from the rim, and he was missing them, bro. He was missing them for sure. But I don't know, man. That's that's going to be an interesting sh- series to watch too, and that, that goes to show like the NBA is in a good space right now. Like is the the championship is up for grabs. Anybody can win. Um, Giannis, Giannis left the game with a with a back injury. That's that's that. That's just still up in their ear as well. Um, my Hawks. I mean, the Hawks. They they were down by thirty at least at one point versus uh, Boston. I don't know how they're gonna do now. I mean, we're up nineteen eleven as as I'm watching the game now. But and I feel like I'm missing one more series. Um, Knicks, Cavs. Um, Knicks fans, y'all annoy the fuck out of me. I'm sure, I, and I know y'all know that, but like y'all really annoy me, bro. It's because. Y'all are so just like ignorant and then just like y'all stand on y'all stand in the ignorance too. It's like cool, like y'all won the game, but y'all are making it seem like you're gonna win an NBA championship. Like y'all are not gonna get past this round. I understand y'all are up 1-0, and this game hasn't started yet. This the second game says uh, I'm recording in real time. My prediction is y'all are gonna it's gonna go to six games, but I got Cleveland. I got Cleveland winning four two, bro. Like let's be real. The Knicks are gonna nick. And that's gonna be the end of it. Um, and then what's the last? I feel like there's one more series that I'm missing. Timberwolves Nuggets. I really don't care about that series. I feel like that's gonna be a quick sweep for Denver. Um, Sixers Nets. I feel like that's gonna be a quick uh, sweep for the Sixers. And B is gonna get them boys out of here quickly. Um, so yeah, we can uh, we can go ahead and segue. I mean, that was really all my sentiments. I think I had on NBA this week. Let me see. Let me let me go to Instagram really quick because I know a lot of people hit me up with topics uh, this week. Growth of the growth of the black community. We need a national black owned bank. I think we have black owned banks. Do we not? Let me check really quick. So this shows list of black owned banks by state. Um, So I'm going to go to Georgia just because I live here. Um, Carver. State Bank, never heard of it. Omega Psi Phi Fraternity Federal Credit Union, interesting. Um, Florida has FAMU Federal uh, FAMU Federal Credit Union. Mm, let me see, Alabama, Alamerica Bank, Citizens Trust Bank, Commonwealth National Bank, Kansas Liberty Bank, Kentucky Liberty Bank. So, like, let's just say, because I'm scrolling down the list, there's a pretty nice list of different black owned banks i think what the issue is is it doesn't get advertised enough and so we have people like including myself like i knew there was a black a black bank that existed here in atlanta and this is from forbes.com by the way this is where i'm getting this information from but i think the problem is there's just not there's not enough exposure of of black banking right when we think of banks, we think of the the main common ones, the Bank of Americas, the Truist, uh, Wells Fargo. What else am I missing? Uh, Navy Federal, um, Peach Credit Union, Delta Community Credit Union. Like we we think of the main ones that come to the top of our head, and we this stuff has this information has just never been instilled in us. Um, and I'm just reading this Forbes article really quick. It says why switch to a black owned bank. Black-owned banks work to provide fair and equal services and uplift black businesses, homeowners, and entrepreneurs in ways that major white-owned banks are often more unable to. By depositing funds in black-owned banks, you empower them to lend more funds to African-American-owned businesses, 
further creating opportunities for employment, mentorship, and educational advancement, uh, excuse me, advancement in the black community. By switching to a black owned bank, you help the level playing field for black consumers who have been underserved by financial institutions and continue to lay behind our segments of the population. The median white family in the U.S. had 7.8 times the wealth of the typical black family as of 2019, $188,000 compared to $24,000, according to the Brookings Institution. Um, so there you go. I guess those are reasons why, you know, you should switch to a black owned bank. Um, and this is not an ad. <laughs> this is in real time. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This isn't real time on why I'm, you know, I'm, I'm reading these articles, but if y'all want infor more information on that, if you just type in Forbes.com and just type in on the search bar, black owned banks in America, a state by state list, depending on what state you reside in, um, it'll, it'll pull up the banks. And pretty much as I'm scrolling down this list, it looks like majority of these states have at least two or three different black owned um, banks. I just feel like, again, there's no advertisement in it. Like I've never seen an Instagram ad on it. I've never seen it on television. I've never seen it on YouTube ads. Like any anywhere I've went, like I've never seen advertisement around why black black banks are important and this is why. But then again, I understand too is why I don't see it is because all the advertisement business for the most part is owned by white people. So it makes sense why. Um Moving right along, I guess this kind of goes hand in hand. Um, the US dollar issue, I really want to know like everybody's sentiments on it. You know, I, I've seen people on Twitter, but you know, you can't take people on Twitter uh seriously because they make a mockery out of literally everything. Um, hold on one second while I type this in here the US dollar. <laughs> I mean, there's there's tons of articles representing, um, you know, I guess like the latest headlines of the U.S. dollar. What what's my sentiments on it? I mean, I feel like America will always use the U.S. dollar. Um, the reason being is because as a society, I feel like we've wait, we've invested way too much in it. And so I know like there's other countries and continents trying to mitigate the use or devalue the use of it by introducing their own um, form of currency. But I think as the United States, they're not going to go away with the dollar. Um, and people thought we were close to that, you know, a few years ago when crypto um, was as big as it's ever been. And I know crypto, the crypto hype has died down a little bit because um, during the pandemic, like, I mean, I was one of the profiters that that made thousands of dollars from the crypto. But when it was time to sell, I sell, I sold with expedience. And now I just feel like um, crypto as an entirety has not recovered. Um, now, you can argue Bitcoin. I mean, it is still worth thousands and thousands of dollars. But when you talk about, you know, Dogecoin or all those other um, forms of crypto that got introduced when we were in the pandemic, I mean, they're nowhere to be heard now. But. I think we'll still use it. I mean, it'll, it'll take e eons to to get rid of the dollar and replace it with a new form of currency here in the U.S. and have that as a sustainable, um, um, sustainable. 
I don't know the word I'm looking for, but it would just take a long time is what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's impossible that we'll get rid of the dollar. I just think it will be no time soon. And when I say no time soon, probably the next 20, 30, 40 years, um, it won't happen. Um, but there, I mean, there's been a shortage of, of money for some years now, like coins, dollars, like certain businesses and establishments that you walk into, they don't take bills over 50 bucks. And, you know, where I work at, you'll be surprised. Like, there's people that ask, like, hey, do y'all accept cash? I'm like, yeah, we accept cash. Like, it's not it's not foreign. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's those are my, you know, quick two cents on that. I don't I don't think um, I don't think the dollar is going anywhere. Now, for those other countries and societies that are doing that, I think, you know, there's there's a game plan behind it on why they're trying to. um I guess, diminish the value of the U.S. dollar. They're trying to seem, I guess, makes it feel like they're going to be less dependent on the U.S. And I feel like the U.S. makes it seem like we're such this powerhouse with our chest up and nobody can take advantage of us and we're the big bullies. But at the same time, it's like some places really don't need us. You know what I'm saying? And we're not as like as like good as we think. Um I don't know. And that's just the arrogance in the U.S. I just think we we feel like we're the powerhouse when it comes to education, when it comes to financial wealth, when it comes to um, just a multitude of different things. And don't get me wrong, like America is always going to be the land of opportunity. And, you know, you can come here with nothing and end up being something and not just for yourself, but your whole entire lineage. Um, but it, it is it is not. Like, I'm not going to sit here and, and make it seem like we are the holy grail of just the world because we're not. And that's just my sentiments on it. Um, Let me see. Moving right along. How women are running hip hop. Yeah. Uh, Actually, uh, Kuji said this to me. Shout, shout out to you again, King. Um, Women have been running hip hop for a minute, I feel like, you know, not even this new era with you know glorilla and ice spices of the world and uh women of 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 i guess that lane but it's been a while you know i don't think women are just running shit in hip-hop but women are running shit in r&b and this is something that i talked about on last week's pod like they are smoking the dudes when it comes to um music and i love it i love when women smoke anything like <laughs> wait hold on let me <laughs> That sounds kind of crazy when women smoke anything. But no, when it when it comes to women being dominant in any facet, like I'm 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 gonna stand side by side when it comes to that. Like I support the fuck out of that. So yeah, I, again, I just think hip hop is in a very weird space too now, though, where trendy music is is overriding essentially like quality music. And for how long is this going to go? I don't know. I just think this is going to be the future. The future is now. I think this is what music is going to be from now to like the next 10 or 15 years. And this is another thing where I feel like this is an old people habit, just thinking of how great music used to be back then and I compare it to now. But I, I think the good majority can attest to, you know, there was some great music in the 90s and the early 2000s and the mid 2000s. And when I think about it now, it's, it's just a TikTok era, bro. It's just a TikTok era. Everybody wants to do it for the click. Everybody wants to do it for the gander. Everybody wants to do it for the likes. Everybody wants to do it just to get mentioned. But again, people are not doing it for all the right reasons. People are doing it for the wrong reasons, I feel like. And 
there is a saying like all publicity is good publicity. And I I agree to disagree on that. Um, there's a such thing as, as being a sellout and there's a such thing as just doing anything for clout. And again, I just feel like my generation is a prime example of they'll do anything for clout. Like fuck the money. They'll they'll do anything for for just a mention, for just a follow, for just a like. But anywho, I think in terms of music, like the women have been killing it, you know, and and I think they will continue to dominate and kill it for a long time. Like Ice Spice is hottest hottest fish grease right now. You know, I know she just dropped a new song for Nikki. Like it's not necessarily my bag, but people that there's people out there that listen to Ice Spice. Like that's who you know, she's making that music for like, I'm not going to be, you know, down 85 bumping Ice Spice personally, but there is a demo that she's making that music for. And so is Nikki. Like Nikki is obviously a, net, a legend in this game, but, and sorry if you don't, if you hear my dog in the background, he's just running around being a menace right now. Sit down. Um, but moving right along, uh, let me see what else did y'all put on here for me to talk about. What's going on in Chicago? What is going on in Chicago? Hold on one second. And sometimes I really just be disconnected, bro. Like I, I talk about taking uh, sabbaticals and hiatus when it comes to social media or or the news, but you 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 need to, man, because I feel like again we've been overstimulated in terms of like the amount of information. Uh, and just videos and, and different content that is just thrown at us all day long on our phones, on our televisions, out in the world. Like, we are just so desensitized. Um, I'll come back and, I mean, I, I just typed in Chicago. I don't, I don't know what to really look at here. Maybe I should have asked, like, what about Chicago? Um, whoa, actually... Uh, disturbing video shows terrified women attacked by mob during teen takeover of downtown. Whoa, this looks scary. The teen takeover of downtown. Let me see. New video has emerged of the teen takeover of downtown Chicago showing a panicked woman terrorized by a mob of young people who brutally attacked, beat, and robbed her. The video, which was widely circulated on social media as part of a larger mixtape, of the downtown riot over the weekend shows a woman appearing to attempt to enter the doorway of 129 Wabash Avenue in Chicago, an apartment building near the city's Millennium Park. Damn, they just gonna give up the whole longitude and latitude? Like, God, damn. Um, however, before she gets inside, the woman is surrounded by a large group of people who block the doorway. Some then pounce on her, the video shows. The woman identified as 18 to 24 years old with a 22-year-old male victim during the attack, Chicago police said. The mob surrounded the victim, and multiple people struck the victim several times before taking their personal property and fleeing in an unknown direction. Um, I mean, my sentiments are pretty cut and dry. Like, obviously, I don't believe in attacking, assaulting women, let alone people. Um, but, I mean... Chicago has been this is this isn't anything new unfortunately for Chicago. Like even when I when I visited Chicago, like I made sure to stay on the right side of town because again, I know they get active on the other side of town. So yeah, I mean I I don't really have much to say on that. Like you just got to be careful. You you got to be careful out there and just know what's considered in bounds and what's considered out of bounds on where you go in these places, but 
I don't I don't support, you know, chaos and committing crimes, especially on people that haven't done anything. And it, and it just seems like for a long time, this has been Chicago's reality in terms of like um, news. When it comes to any news information, personally, I haven't seen anything positive when it comes to um, Chicago news. They're always going to tell you the bad before they say like, hey, this is what's positive going on. Like, this is the amount of black students that graduated from Chicago this year. Like they're, they're not going to show you any of that. They're going to show you more of, um, I don't even want to say theatrics, but they're going to show you the negativity. They're going to show you that first before they show you anything positive, especially when it comes to people of color. Like that's just what it is. So um, obviously I don't support that. Um, that is some sad news to hear. Um, and yeah, this is, this is, this is why, you know, the stigma comes where people feel like I don't want to go to Chicago. Like, I heard, I heard it goes down there and it's just like, it kind of goes down everywhere. It goes down in California. It goes down in New York. It goes down in Georgia. Like, but again, it's, it's being on your P's and Q's and knowing where to be. But there is a such thing as being in the wrong place at the wrong time as well. Like every city or excuse me, every state is going to have their own hood, right? No matter what state you go to, they're going to have their, their version of quote unquote the hood. But yeah, man, I just think it's, I think it's just an unfortunate situation uh, thoughts and prayers. That's that's really all I can really say on that. Um, I'm trying to think what else has happened this past week. I can get into music a little bit. Uh, Pierre Bourne actually dropped um an eight track. I don't know if this is an album, this is a mixtape, whatever you want to call it. It's called Grails, and apparently some of this has already been leaked on the internet. Personally, I didn't hear any of these songs um before this drop, and I liked it. You know what I'm saying? I got all the way to track seven. I didn't listen to track eight lessons, but listening to the first seven tracks, five out of seven of them was a hit for me. You know, IG, Love Reeks. I know I know people didn't like the beat on Love Reeks, but I thought it was smooth. Uh, I thought it was an acquired taste, to say the least. Uh, he has a song on there called George Lopez. Um, my favorite song on there is called New York in June. If y'all haven't heard that, make sure y'all check that out. Like, Pierre went crazy. The production uh the ambiance just everything I, I i want visuals for that video in particular but best believe the next time i go to new york on my dump that new york in june is definitely going to be uh one of the pictures on there but that's one of the things that dropped i think i don't know if i talked about last week shrimp life four dropping ray shrimmert and i want to stay here for a minute um i haven't gotten through the whole album but this was a very interesting drop like there there are some hits on here um not so bad uh or it's called leans gone cold that song is tough origami that, the first song in there is, is hard but this was an interesting drop for me is because when i think of, think of ray schremert um they've been part of our culture for a very long time and a part of this new school generation like they haven't missed on albums in my personal opinion they had the whole world doing a mannequin challenge, freezing. <laughs> like that was a, that was an ill time when we were just like out and about at the club. I'm sorry, hold on one second. My dog is uh whining about what I don't know, but um, hold on one sec. Sorry, my dog was being a customer service issue. Um, but anywho. Um, I just think overall, this was an interesting drop because it was just very underwhelming, man. When you think of the previous albums that they've dropped, like there was always noise when it came to their rollouts. Like there was a, a, a slap when it came to 
um, the single leading up to the album. When you talk about visuals, there was a crazy ass video. People will always talk about. There was always something attached to Ray Schremert when you think about their rollouts. But this time around, I just feel like it was very quiet and it was just very underwhelming. Maybe it just wasn't coming on my feed, but I mean, I don't hear anybody talking about them. And this is one of the best duos we've had in hip hop for a long ass time. And they made impact when it came to culture. So I just think um, it was a disservice from the label to not push more or just give them more exposure when it comes to like Ray Schremert. And I, I, I just I won't be surprised when, you know, um, next week when they say, you know, they sold less than 40 or 50,000, because I think that's how much they're probably projected to do, because I just think it was so so quiet of a drop that people are not going to even respect it or people are going to be like, uh, Ray Schremer, it was like five or six years ago. We in a new time. Like people are going to write them off. But I just think by the time summer gets here and it starts to get hot outside, like people are going to go back and realize like, damn, there's actually a lot of heat on here, bro. Like people are asleep. And just thinking back to Shrimp Life 3, that was probably one of my favorites. Shrimp Life 2 was incredible also. Like to me, again, personally, they have not had a, a bad album. And even though I haven't gotten through this entire album so far, it is not a bad album. I promise you it's not a bad, al- a bad album. But I won't spend too long on that. I just think, again, Shrem Life and just Ray Shremmer as an entirety and totality, they just mean too much to culture and pop culture for them to just be, you know, having an underwhelming, like, rollout. Um, but kind of moving along, let me see here. Uh, this is something new that I just seen. Um, Jonathan Majors has been dropped from a number of projects, as well as his management and publicity team. These projects include an adaption of The Man in My Basement, an ad campaign for the Texas Rangers MLB team, a fifth estate Otis Redding biopic. Hmm. This is very interesting. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, we all remember just a few weeks ago, right? Um, the whole alleged situation where a girl or his girl or some girl claimed that he put his hands on her and then she retracted her statement a few days after. And it's to me, it's just been quiet after that. I really haven't heard much. So I think that is very interesting, uh, interesting news. And this source is from Deadline. Um, I don't know. This is just something that I've seen on Twitter. I don't know the relevancy of it, if this is real, if this is not real, but that's very interesting. I don't mean I mean I don't really have much to say on this, but I just think like again, I just think in general, like moving moving away from this situation, when somebody alleges you of doing something, whether it was true or whether it was false, that has a blemish on your resume. It does. Like, I can walk down the street, and if somebody, like, said, like, hey, you know, Trey punched me in the face while I was walking to Kroger to get groceries, like, it would be over for me. I feel like it would be over. Whether it was, like, even if it's not true, like, let's say I didn't, I mean, I would never do it. But again, like, if this person alleges me punching them in the face, and I never punched them in the face, like, and I get acquitted of that, like, that will always be a blemish on my resume. People will always bring that up. And so that just goes to show like on a bigger scale, if you're an actor or a celebrity or, or somebody of importance, when something happens that you didn't commit, like 
your resume is forever like blemished and that is just that's wrong you know obviously if you did that shit like yes you're guilty as fuck you should come you should get any consequence that comes with that but if you're in the right and you didn't do shit and people are just trying to dirt throw dirt on your name and all your legacy and try to tarnish your career like that is a blemish that is a pimple you can never get rid of like and that is very scary bro like again we're talking about people's lives we're talking about people's money we're talking about the perception of how someone is viewed and i don't know when it comes to this situation like again it's 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 been a, a bit hazy for me because again right after creed 3 two or three weeks after is when the alleged situation happened and from there it's just kind of been smoke and mirrors like you know the person alleged that he did x y and z then came back and retracted the statement and then it's just been quiet and then now just kind of seeing that he'll no longer be in certain films or not a part of the mlb commercial for the texas rangers like he's losing money and he's losing a reputation in real time of this um but there is a such thing too like I don't want to say because he's black, but there has been white actors and actresses accused of other shit and they have swept it under the rug and they're still able to do DC movies or they're still able to do Sony picture movie, whatever it is. So like just have the same energy, I guess, when it comes to black, white, orange, yellow, green, like no matter what the race of the person is, no matter what those, no matter what their beliefs are, like, everybody should be held to the same standard when it comes to that. Um, but that's just a very interesting situation, uh, to say the least. Um, that's really all I have for this week. Um, I don't mean to end abrupt, but I mean, I feel like I covered pretty much a good bit of topics. Um, y'all let me know what y'all want to hear next week. Again, appreciate the first times, first time listeners, last time, and in between us for coming back week after week, showing much love. I really appreciate y'all. Um, and let me know who uh, who wants to get on the podcast. Like, I would love to do a podcast episode with more friends, more family, more close people. Like, whoever it is, bro, y'all just reach out to me, and I got y'all. Till next week, peace. <laughs>